0: WKTY 96.7 FM 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. It is 827. Joining me on the phone right now is Jonathan Ringdahl from uh, the Cooley Region Audubon Society here. and We're going to talk a little bit about uh, bird watching here this morning uh, in the, uh, the fall season here. Good morning, Jonathan. How are you this morning?
1: Oh, good morning. I'm just living the dream and looking forward to a great upcoming migration. Yes, indeed.
0: So let's uh let's talk about that a, a little bit here. Um this has got to be uh I, this while well, this is one of my favorite times of the year and uh, and certainly one of the things that uh, I enjoy being outdoors when I'm outdoors and spending time outdoors is uh, uh you know, just watching like you said, you know, the fall migration here and the the fall birds um What exactly? I I, I guess you know overall. What? uh, um, I I, my first question is going to be, you know, what sort of different bird species are we going to see this time of year that we don't normally see around here? uh, You know, generally during the rest of the year.
1: Yeah, for most people, the biggest change is seeing all of the swans, especially down by Brownsville and you see thousands of big white birds congregating in a small area, it's very impressive. That's the the biggest change that you'll see. And then as we move into November, that's when you start getting a big push of waterfowl coming through, and that's the cool part of living along the Mississippi River, is you never know what's going to come funneling down through our area, so we're very lucky
0: and in in terms of uh, and certainly uh that uh the 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 tundra swans and and uh, going down and that's going to be one of my questions later on too is where where are some of the the best places that people can see uh, see a lot of these birds, but are there also a lot of uh, uh, you know smaller species that are are migrating uh, south this time of year that uh, that maybe aren't as uh, uh, I guess there, there are, the populations aren't quite there that that we see during the rest of the year that uh, you know just you know like I, and I'm thinking like finches and, and things along those lines that uh, uh, that that maybe we don't necessarily see around here during the course of the year.
1: Absolutely, you'll have. Finches coming through. There's already been some good pushes on warblers coming through. So yeah, you will get to see some of, some of those things. Um, the, the dark-eyed juncos are back, which always means for me that winter is coming. So that's kind of that, oh no, they're here moment going on. But yes, you will see some of those, the smaller species moving through. Uh, say about a month ago, I saw, an impressive collection of nighthawks out at the Trumpeau National Wildlife Refuge. then they actually showed up flying around my neighborhood in Galesville, which was cool to share with my neighbors. Very
0: cool. Very, very cool. And and and, and that, that kind of leads me to another the, the point. You, you know, obviously that uh, y- you can go to places, you know, like the, the refuge or, or down to Brownsville, see the trumpeter swans and things like that. Where are some of the, the like the, the finches and, and warblers and things along those lines, where are some of the, the better places that people might be able to see uh, see those types of, of, of birds?
1: Yeah, there's lots of great places in our area for those. Uh, in Lacrosse, you have the marsh there in mm-hmm. Myrick Park. Hickson Forest is also right there, as you're heading north of Lacrosse. Bryce uh, Prairie, the Fish and Wildlife Visitor Center, and Prairie out there is uh, is a nice spot. They also have an overlook that overlooks Lake on Alaska, so you can see the waterfall. You never know when anything else might pop in there. And there's going further north. Of course, you have Perot State Park is up there. And in between there, you have some of the, the, the Mississippi Valley conservancy properties as well around Holman, like the new Amsterdam grasslands. There's, and I said, and of course, just North of Perot state park, there's the Tremplo national wildlife refuge and, and going south of Lacrosse, I mean, there's lots of great places along the river and as you're looking in Vernon and Crawford County as well there's a lot of great Mississippi Valley Conservancy properties to hike and explore especially if you're looking for places that aren't as commonly traveled uh, because of COVID Mm -hmm. there's lots of properties spread out So, and, and if all else fails sometimes even in your own backyard especially if you have feeders might be just one of the best places you could go
0: well, and that was that was going to be my next question here too. Is is that um, you know are there things that that people can do to uh, attract these uh, you know migratory birds and, and of course uh, the the other uh, bird species that are, are seen uh, normally in our area you know things that people can do in their backyard to uh, to to maybe you know attract these birds to uh, uh, bring them in this time of year.
1: Yeah, the best way to be bringing birds in at this time of year is to be attracting birds all year round. So if you're keeping your feeders now, you're keeping seeds in your feeders because if you have birds that are coming into your food source, and migratory birds see that as well, see birds coming flocking into those areas for food, they're gonna go, oh hey, you know, here's here's the fast food restaurant I can stop at and. Mm -hmm. grab grab a bite to eat and um, something that people may overlook as well is getting plants and landscaping that's attractive to birds places that that offer cover and having native plants also helps attract birds in because those provide can provide a food source as well for birds
0: okay all right and you know it's what uh, I, I guess you know. What time of this type time of year? What uh, what is sort of I guess your favorite uh, bird watching activity?
1: Uh, yes, uh, <laughs> I didn't mean to put I you love... on the spot there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, because no matter what you say, some bird's going to be like, "Are you kidding me? He didn't pick me." Anyways, <laughs> uh, I uh, you know I just love the challenge of looking for for and identifying warblers you know looking for the, the little guys trying to find them trying to especially for me being a photographer I'm always want to get that want to get that picture and mm-hmm. of them so that's you know that's the uh, I like the challenging aspect of, of finding and identifying them because especially the, some of the differences can be very slight which makes it it tricky but yeah that's where that's where that's where I would go but I also love how beautiful ducks are too. Mm-hmm. there's been beautiful colors that are in ducks and it's neat so it's a lot of fun
0: yep exactly exactly and that you know and 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 certainly you know going to to you mentioned this uh early on here too that uh um you know the, the, you can you can see the swans down by brownsville at that that overlook that's a great place to uh to view the birds and uh certainly uh um you know if uh even if you're nearby and you're not even at the at that overlook, you just simply stop, roll your window down. You can hear those birds. <laughs> there's there's no doubt about that. Uh, they're uh, they're a loud bunch.
1: Yeah, they most definitely are. And I've even uh, up and down the Great River Road. Said I, I live in Gillsville and even heading north to work up towards Alma, I've I've seen them. Maybe you know a family cluster. Mm -hmm. here and there so if you're going up and down the road and you're noticing you know you're looking off if something white catches your eye you might be able to find one of those little rest areas along there to safely pull over and be able to observe them
0: Mm -hmm. and actually let me back up just a little bit here as well uh you know when you, you you mentioned photography, so obviously you know having uh, having a, a camera along. What else would you recommend for you know uh, you know uh, an individual or, or families? You know, just a, a nice pair of uh, binoculars, some kind of a telescope, or something. What uh, I guess what would you recommend for uh, uh, the best viewing uh, besides their
1: eyes? You know. Yeah, correct. Um, yeah, you, yeah, binoculars are great and that is in relatively inexpensive way. I mean, granted, you can spend as much as you want to on binoculars and mm-hmm. getting quality optics. However, yeah, that's the way to go is to get binoculars, especially if you're looking to get multiple pairs for a family is to get binoculars. If you want to, bend a little more and you want to be able to see waterfowl and swans better than spotting scoops are very nice for that because you set them up on a tripod then you have them being very still and they offer more magnification so they'll bring those birds in closer than will binoculars however binoculars are better for following moving birds that are Mm -hmm. flying around so those are what that's what i would go with
0: yeah and and certainly you know you can uh as with binoculars and, and spotting scopes and things like you can uh, uh spend as little or and i'll i'll admit that spend a lot on uh, on photography equipment <laughs> as well that uh, um certainly will uh, bring the birds in close as well so um, that's, you know, but, you know, even just a, 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 you know, a camera you can put in your pocket is, uh, I think still will work in a, a lot of situations as well.
1: Oh yeah. When you, especially when you consider how many swans that will be in an area, mm-hmm. you can get a picture that will show people how many swans there are and people are like, wow, that's a lot of swans. That's amazing. Especially mm-hmm. at a place like Brownsville. Yeah.
0: And, and what, uh, you know, let's, let's talk uh, uh dates here as well what uh you know in, in terms of you know where are we at at this point here on October seventeenth as far as the um, the migration goes, you know are we kind of on the front end we kind of a little ways in halfway there or where where do i guess things stand as far as uh, uh, your thoughts on on the migration here when you know what what is the peak time sort of as we have the peak time for fall colors. You know what's the the peak time here for the uh, the fall migration?
1: Yeah, we're I'd say we're probably more in the middle of it here, and we're moving towards the the waterfowl, the swans, the smaller species, the warblers have tended to be moving through already. So, yeah, that's where I would be looking at is you know what am I going to see as far as the the waterfowl and swans that are coming through right now.
0: Okay. Okay. And and how late will that uh how late will that go? I I'm, I'm sure it varies from year to year, but you know on a on a typical year, are we talking, you know, another uh month, the latter part of November? How does that you know when do uh when does that I guess finally sort of taper off?
1: Yeah, it depends on when the water freezes. The swans will hang around and they'll feed and then as the ice moves in, that will push them out. So, usually we're looking at still doing. Say, you know, it's usually the second weekend in November is when, a uh, normal year, when we would be doing waterfowl viewing. That's when we'd be looking for the peak of, fall. and so certainly through most of November. Uh, again, weather dependent with the, how fast things freeze up. So, you know, usually through the end of November, you'll be able to see swans, swan activity. And again, if you look outside and you see a lot of frozen water, then it's a good bet that the swans are going to be moved on.
0: Okay. All right. And then, uh, you know, just, you know, looking, kind of looking ahead here to uh, the wintertime as well, uh, what sort of things should should people either be doing or maybe looking out for in terms of uh, you know just making sure that uh, you know, what bird population that does remain around um, you know has some access to food and, and things along those lines as well.
1: Yeah making sure that your feeders stay well stocked if you're having if you want to have a bird bath out having a heater in it so that they have access to fresh water. Those are the two the two big things: keeping those feeders filled and keeping the water warm. Okay. All right. Great.
0: Now let's. Uh, and I guess just kind of to, to wind things up here again. Uh, speaking with Jonathan Ringdahl from uh, the Cooley Region Audubon Society here, and uh, in terms of of your organization, let's talk a little bit about uh, uh, what uh, what your group does, and uh, you know how if, if people are, are interested. Uh, in joining how uh, how to, how that all works out,
1: yeah, <laughs> during normal years, we have in person yeah. meetings that happen throughout more of the the, the fall, this the winter and the spring. We're going through that, and you know we'll be doing morning bird walks in the spring. And that will be happening twice a week in the spring, and you know we're 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 gonna be optimistic here and say that we're gonna be doing things and we're gonna be in a better spot in the spring and being able to to do that and get together and enjoy birds and yeah you know so normally in our meetings we bring in guest speakers that talk on different areas, different topics related to birds and Even during the fall migration, do do a few trips out to see birds. Uh, There's and they always help out with different programs. Say like the doing some owl prowls with the International Owl Center over in Houston, which uh, they're actually still doing some of those programs. So that's actually that's nice. Where you know you're driving in your own car from spot to spot and socially distancing, but still looking for owls. Mm-hmm. As far as as far as information goes, uh, we, have, we have a website out there for, you know, if you search for the Cooley Region Autobahn Society, you'll be able to find us. We have uh, two Facebook pages, Cooley Region Autobahn Society, as well as Cooley Region Autobahn sightings where people post pictures of what birds they're seeing or they just generally post what pictures of birds they're seeing, so those are the best resources to reach out and get more information about our meetings and join it.
0: Well, great. Well, great. Well, anything else, Jonathan, that uh, maybe I've overlooked as far as, uh, you know, just uh, getting out there and enjoying the uh, uh, the full migration here. Uh, anything, that, uh, anything else you'd like to add?
1: Get out there and enjoy the birds as well as time in nature, which, Can help make you healthier. So Mm -hmm. I think everybody wants to be healthier right now. So just getting out, getting some, some safe recreating in and getting some exercise, getting some fresh air and just enjoying the beauty of nature and birds.
0: It's a great. It, it is a great time of year to get out there, uh, get out there and do that. I, I appreciate that. So, Jonathan, thank you, uh, thank you very much for joining me on the program this morning. I I, I really appreciate it, and uh, um, certainly want to wish uh, you and your organization the uh, the best of of luck, and hopefully get a chance to get out uh, and uh, do a lot of uh, a lot of bird watching uh, during the uh, the fall season here.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you very much for giving me some time to share about birds and our great organization.
0: well You're you're very very welcome. I appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate it very much. You take care and have a uh, have a great weekend. Thank you. You too. All right. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you very much. That is uh, Jonathan Ringdell from the Cooley Region Audubon Society here talking a little bit about uh, bird watching this morning on WKTY Outdoors. It is 8.45. Take a short break and come back with more of the program in just a few moments on WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM.